0: Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast where we're going to take a look back at a couple of games and we're going to look forward with a lot of passion, a lot of excitement and a lot of anticipation to our first home game of the season and our first home game for almost 18 months. Unbelievable feeling, building up to it, can't wait. In the studio this evening you've got got me, Barry, we've got Paul, Adam, Adam. So we'll start with Adam. How are you doing, Adam? Good to have you back after a long oh, time missing. Me,
1: and me then, yeah. We're back to that confusion, aren't we? Yeah, it's good to be back, Barry. Cheers. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, long-term injury. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the uh, the road back to recovery now. You got a pre-season
0: under your belt, so you're, you're buzzing. <laughs> exactly. Adam. Yeah. Have well, you uh, Have you recovered from your trip to Sunderland?
2: Yeah, it was a real. It was a really good trip. We lost the game, but yeah, myself and uh, Kieran had an interesting weekend. Yeah. We'll
0: talk about that a little bit later. And Paul, shaking your head there in the corner, I can see.
2: Yeah,
3: shaking my head. Uh, it's, you know, uh, but, but yeah, I'm generally I'm all right. Right, let's crack on. Uh,
0: Sunderland away we took the lead with Edwards after, after Zinedine Keener smacked an effort against the post. <laughs> uh, he followed up superbly. Uh, we managed to keep hold of the lead for four minutes before some cheating Sunderland bugger took a dive in the area. He got a penalty. And then that cheating Sunderland bugger was left all alone in the second half, in the middle of the six-yard box to head home from a corner.
1: Adam, Adam Convery, what about the oh, atmosphere? Yeah, I, yeah no, it, it was really good to be back. It, it felt it was weird, but it also once once you're kind of ten minutes into the game, it felt like no time had passed at all, and we'd never been away. The atmosphere was great. I think I think it was probably the best place to go to, really, in terms of getting that that proper football atmosphere back um the home stands were, were busy the in the was full and it was just it was a good occasion and, and And obviously it helps that we started so brilliantly um to get a goal and be able to celebrate a goal um was amazing and and it was just kind of brought you back to, to how it should be but yeah it was a, it was an interesting day we uh we set off at 8 a.m in the morning and we were late for kickoff. <laughs> but um so yeah we, we had a nice stop off in Durham um had a few beers in Durham and then uh the, uh, the the local Sunderland traffic uh, caused a few issues, but we we made it because they delayed the kick off. Just um, but yeah, it was a uh, an interesting match. I think um, had we held the lead a bit longer, we we may have uh, it may have been a different game. But. Um I, I hear Pendlebury have a, a, a different but more interesting weekend, I think.
2: Adam Pendlebury, what did you make of it? Yeah, it was it was brilliant. So we set off at nine o'clock in Sunderland for 12, you know, very organised, went to a pub, enjoyed a lovely meal. Yeah, we set off for the ground, uh, put the sat on, and we noticed there was a bit of traffic, but we thought this sat-nav's brilliant. It's like navigating us round the traffic here, everybody's going the wrong way, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, the sat-nav was taking us to the road that was closed. So we thought, let's give it another chance. And it took us on this. Kieran says, right, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll drive in that direction for a bit. And then the sat-nav will reset itself. It reset itself and it took us back to where we started. And very much like Adam, we got there just before the kickoff. And then after the excitement of the journey, we then got onto the game. What a start. First 15 minutes, brilliant. The the link-up play, Wyke, Lang, Keane, absolutely fantastic. After the goal, it kind of died out, didn't it? But a great occasion.
0: First game, back, away game. Great occasion. I'd have preferred an home game first game, if I'm being honest. So we could have got that stadium rocking. But there you go. Paul, not the result we
3: wanted, is it, really, for a start? But does it matter in the grand scheme of things? No, it doesn't. And, and I'll tell you for why. One, you've got the number of debuts that were made on Saturday was like 300 of them, I think, made the debut on Saturday. And you've got out of the way what's going to be one of the toughest fixtures of the season. And you've got that out of the way first up. So, you know, a big scheme. We'll pick points up somewhere along the way. And, I, you know, if if we carry on gelling, as, as, as we, we, we did for 15 minutes, all that together, We'll be all right for the rest of the season. We also uh, had another
0: game in quick succession. We were able to get the Sunderland fixture out of our system. We moved on to Hull on Tuesday evening in the Carabao Cup. We had a new signing making a debut in that game, Kel Watts. Just a little bit of information about him before we, we uh, come to Adam for his, for his report. Kel Watts, 21, England under-19 international. He played 50 games last season for Plymouth, 44 of which was in the league. He scored four goals. He's left-footed and strong in the air, and he's got one Premier League appearance. So, moving on to the old game, where he did start, uh, there were debuts for Watts, Smith and Carriger. Humphreys got a goal, and
1: Jones got a penalty. What was it like at Umberside? It was a, a decent game. I think both teams had, had obviously rotated quite a bit. I think Hull still had a, a decently strong team out. It was probably quite similar to what they, they put out last season. Um, in terms of us, again, we we rotated. There was a, period, a start for Cousins, a start for Jones. You had the new new lad, Kel Watts, like you said. We had Naylor in centre-half. So it was very much a, a patch together side. And I thought we we dealt with the game really well. Uh, first half, I'd say we edged it. I think from Saturday into Tuesday, I think one of our problems was was kind of passing, building from the back, and and keeping the ball in spells. I think we did that a lot better last night, which was good to see, and it shows that things are are, are gelling together a bit more. Um, I thought Young Tello was superb. It's his, his little you know death touches. Is is just a, a little pass here and there that just makes something happen. And I think this could be his real. Breakout season for Tello. I know he had a good season last season, but it under difficult circumstances. But Tello last night was was head and shoulders above the rest. And I've got to say, Stephen Humphries as well as as given a question about who we start up front on Saturday. Because, uh, uh, but yeah, it, I thought we, we dealt with the game very well. Um, we were definitely the better side. And uh, yeah, um, I think we deserved the win in the end. The penalties were superb. Can't really complain. Although the whole keeper, I don't think ever dive to his right. Um, which helps, but yeah, a, a solid overall performance and definitely um, positive signs for for the for the you know thin but developing squad.
0: Yeah, um, and also, Max Maxi Power was captain. Did he play midfield or right back? He
1: played at right. He played at full fullback, and I've got to say he's a he's a lot better in in the centre. I've got it just doesn't feel like, and, and rightly so, it's not his position. I do think that's probably an area with with apparently picking up a bit of a knock. I think uh, right back is definitely somewhere we need a bit more depth in because I think Max Power is wasted there. Um, he did his best, but again, he, he did get caught out for the, the whole equaliser. Yeah, and uh, Scott Smith made his debut. Scott Smith, very impressive. The young lad did really well, composed on the ball, did the simple things, didn't try anything fancy. Could have could have tried tried too hard like some lads do on on the debuts, but he did all the basics and. Very impressive, excellent stuff,
2: Adam. What about the penalties? Yeah, managed to watch the penalties. Uh, watched them on uh, Sky Sports News. Yeah, they were all very confident penalties. I was watching them with my dad, and I actually said to him, um, "Let's hope it's not like our last penalty shootout, the one against Tranmere when they didn't look like they could kick a ball." Did the <laughs> last night? Yeah, they used confidence and fantastic penalties. You know that that bodes well. You know we we're. Um, if we need penalties to win a final, we've got it. Would you bring lot. Would you bring
0: Jamie Jones on just to take a penalty? Well,
2: I think it was a superb penalty. I mean, if you look at the comparisons, you've got Jamie Jones. What did we pay for him? And you've got David De Gea. You know, David De Gea cannot score a penalty and apparently he's worth 200 million. So Jones must be worth at least 300 million in my view.
0: And coolness personified in Jason Cousins. Sorry, Jason Jordan Cousins. Coolness personified in Jordan Cousins stepping up yeah. to take the eighth penalty. Another eight goals past a. Well, there were nine goals past her, an old keeper last night, weren't there?
2: Yeah, it took it well, didn't he? You know, that last one sometimes it happens, doesn't it? When everyone scores and then you get two misses together, but uh, yeah, Cousins took the penalty well, and yeah, it's very easy at Wigan because we've had a few Jordans and Jasons over the years, haven't we? So uh, very easy to get mixed up with them. <laughs> Can just say there was a, there
1: was a funny part of the night when the uh, the whole fans were singing uh, League One champions? You'll never sing that. <laughs> yeah. Not not quite aware that we in fact the the team that's won League One the most in the 21st century, I believe. Yeah, oh, three out <clears throat> three out
3: the last 4 have aren't we?
2: The only yeah. one we didn't win was because we were in administration. Yeah, we've won every league when we've not been in administration. So, yeah, not a, not a fine moment for the uh, the Ox people. Though. With uh do you know the accumulation of two hundred and eighty-five points? Paul, round
0: two, home tie or away tie, or are you not in the slightest bit bothered?
3: Home tie, then we can go. Like, you know, on, a, on a Tuesday night game, you have a, you don't mind going, do you? If it's at all. Big, big club or
0: little club, so
3: we can progress or. Get some money, which would you take? It doesn't matter you know if we go back to twenty twelve late twenty twelve when we had a very similar discussion where it said one team wins it, the rest get knocked out at some point, so you know if you go out early, you can concentrate on your league, but if you stay in it, you can give um you can give guys game time you know swings and roundabouts. Um, unless you go all the way but you know it's one of them let's go all the way so duff it that was a song that wasn't it from the 80s let's go all the way let's go all the way can't yeah. remember who sang it though So two, two words it is
0: yeah two people anyway um, um, <laughs> let's go all the way I'm not singing it massive massive occasion coming up on Saturday Rotherham United in town we're back down at the DW there'll be floods of tears no doubt We've all got our I believe season tickets, or as they call them, these days, season cards. Somebody's noted there is no uh, there is no code on it, so whatever that means, I've no idea.
3: It's an RFID chip. That's what that means.
0: Right. Uh, get like down like early. Ones were. Mm. Get, shall we? I mean, is it recommended to get down at early, Adam Pendlebury, and get yourselves into that supporters club?
2: Absolutely, Barry, yeah, make sure that you sign up to the supporters club, you get a nice discount on your beers if you get in there early, and of course it's the supporters club AGM on Saturday as well, so if you've got any questions for the excellent uh, committee, excluding myself, not classing myself as excellent, then uh, it's open from 11.30 on uh, Saturday, and as always, drink responsibly. Going back to client codes, Barry, they're usually used for when
1: you're, uh, you know, when you got away games that like, uh, are high demand and it's like season ticket holders only. They usually it's how you log in. In previous seasons, you've used your client code to log in, and uh, it kind of identifies you. So I'm not, I'm not sure how they're going to do it this season without, without those codes. They'll probably just do it by name, maybe. I, I don't know, but um, yeah. Well, if if they do it alphabetical by name,
0: uh, I hope they use four names rather than surnames, because I'm a B.
2: <laughs> well, we've got a very good chance on this podcast. I mean, Thorpe has got no chance, but if it was... Uh, I'm, I'm sorted. Based on based on Christian names, we've got a really good chance, haven't we?
3: Yeah,
2: I'm sorted. Two A's and
0: a B. It sounds like uh, my A-level results, that. If yeah, very
2: topical as well. Record results, yeah. I don't think we'd uh, get record results with those two A's and a B, would we? You
3: no, know, they were all levels when I did them. I did all
2: Not, levels. Not
3: got a single GCSE you used to, to write, my
2: name. You used to write on slate, Barry. Right, we'll move
0: on.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, the referee for the game against uh, Rotherham on Saturday is none other than Rob Lewis. You might say, who's this fella? Well, he's got a bit of history with the Latics. Cast your mind back to the 23rd of December 2016, a trip down to Oxford, seven goals... He was the referee. Uh, Fantastic stuff. He also refereed us against uh, Scunthorpe that very same season when we won 2-1 at the, I was going to say the old shore ground, but again, I'm showing the age. It's the Gladstone ground now, isn't it? We
2: had a sending off, Barry, that day. We had a sending off, didn't we, at Scunthorpe? Yes,
0: we did. Um, Lee Evans in the 50th minute, straight red.
2: Uh,
0: Goals from Dan Byrne and Nick Powell. Who Who do you think scored for Scunthorpe? Audio. Audio. Yeah. I read
3: your I read your ref report before. Yeah, this guy, yeah. you declared him as having a Latex love factor. He has 100%. got a Latex. Yeah, he's, he's can't ref- say that in a normal voice.
0: He's refed two games, two Latex games, and uh, we've won them both. This will be his first game of the season. A card watch last season. He did thirty games, eighty-five yellows, four reds, and five penalty awards. So he's not he's not too officious. Previously, we've. Played Rotherham quite a few times down the years. 40. We've won 21, drawn seven, and lost 12. The last time we played them was in the uh, 2018 2019 season. We won 1 0 at home, James Vaughan scoring the goal. And it was one apiece up at their ground. And uh, I don't remember this guy, some guy called Windass scored for us. Well, Windass, that's all. I don't really remember that. We've got an away fan, what Adam set up. So his name's Josh Yardley and he's a, 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 he's been a, a Miller's supporter since 2003. So we'll have a listen to what he has to
4: say. Pre-season was a bit mixed for, for Rotherham. We only lost one game, which was against Middlesbrough, but there was a couple of good performances in there and a couple of really below-average performances against lower league sides, such as uh, Rochdale and Groomsby, we were really poor, and the manager, Paul Warner, after both games, uh, was really disappointed with how we played. he played. He knows that pre-season is not about results, but about fitness and good performances, and whereas we were really whereas we're a really fit side, the performances weren't only there, and he, he he did really point that out in press conferences and interviews, and... As well as in the dressing room after games, so yeah, we only, we only lost one game, which was against Middlesbrough. Which was first half was very average, and second half was really good. But the the good performances were against Harrogate, where we won 3-1. Where we drew we drew 1-1 with uh, Newcastle. We were really good. Uh, yeah, as I said, there was there was good performances, but there was also really average performances. The transfer business. Yeah, it's been a bit slow, we had to wait for Matt Crooks to leave but I've been really happy with our transfer business we signed uh, Ollie Rathbone from Rochdale, a very good midfielder if you ask any, any opposition finals who's come up against Rochdale they'll all say that Oli Rathbone was, was Rochdale's best player we signed Akeem Dothin from Hamilton who, who reminds me of uh, Semi Ajayi a uh, tall, strong player, can play a defensive midfield centre-back as well as right-back we signed uh, Shane Ferguson from Millwall, who is a very good experienced left back, left winger, and also can play left wing back. We signed uh, Romani Edmonds Green, a centre back on loan from Huddersfield, who, who did okay, who, who I've heard very good things about and, and did okay against uh, Accrington last season. So I'm hoping that you know he grows and develops into a really good player. Shame it's only alone, but I'm, I'm sure we'll try and agree with something permanent with him. And uh, we've also signed a a, a young uh, fullback from Arsenal called uh, Bola, who I'm really excited to see. I mean, we we definitely have the squad to uh, reach uh, this the second tier again. Uh, obviously, we need a couple more additions uh, a right back and a striker. He's game promotion twice with us from this division, Sam? so so yeah, you'll hopefully do it again and I'm sure he'll want to do it again I know, as I've said he's very experienced in this division I do believe if we don't get top 6 or well, we don't get promoted this season he will be sacked, I know Tony Schuette wants promotion the majority of the fans will want promotion as well because of the squad we've got so hopefully he leads his promotion, if not he'll unfortunately be out of a job Two key players to watch out for I'd say Michael Smith uh, who is our target man on his day probably the best target man in the division and to be fair, he was very impressive in, in the Championship last season. The other player I'd say to watch out for is vendor Wes Harding. Can play right-back, can play centre-back, can play left-back. Very consistent performer, very strong, got good pace, will run all day. Very, very solid defender and, we're, and we are very lucky to have him at this Football Club. So I'd, I'd definitely say Michael Smith and Wes Harding are two players for, for Wigan to look out for at the weekend. Funnily enough, my first ever game watching Rotherham was Wigan versus Rotherham at Millmoor back in August 2003. We lost three nil, so not the best first game to ever go for. But something must have drawn me into constantly go back to watch Rotherham. Prediction for champions, and, champions, and two other promoted teams. I mean, it's very difficult to predict. You know, a lot of the big teams have signed loads of players, so it's going to be very. It's going to take a while for them to gel, I believe. For the champions. I'll say Ipswich, second place. I'll say Rotherham. And playoffs, I'll say Charlton or Wigan. I can't predict the playoffs. So I'm going to either say Charlton or Wigan. I mean, Wigan have a very good have a very good side, obviously. I imagine you'll want to add. You've made some really good signings, and I'm sure they'll gel fairly shortly, hopefully after this Saturday. Prediction for Saturday's match. I'll say either 1-1 or 2-1 to Rotherham.
2: Very interesting, that. His first uh, his first ever experience of football was a 3-0 defeat against the mighty Latics. And who uh, was in goal for Rotherham that day, Barry? Mike Pollitt. Yes, correct. Um, it seems quite positive about it. He doesn't seem to think the squad's quite sorted yet, certainly in defence with right-back, centre-back, right-back or whatever. But he seems pretty confident that they're going to be in the top two. But for a player, he actually thinks that it's it which Rotherham, and then a shootout between the Athletics, Wigan, and Charlton for that uh, playoff uh, berth, final position, uh, which I think we'd all probably take, wouldn't we, at the end of the season?
0: Yeah, yeah. He also Adam identified a danger man as being Michael Smith, who I had identified as well. Uh, very physical striker. Uh, he caused us problems when we played against. I'm sure he scored against us uh, a couple of seasons about it ago as well. Uh, it might
2: have been in that one-all draw. Um, yeah, I think he did. Was that not the game? I um, could be wrong where uh, Danny Fox pretty much got knocked out.
0: Mm. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'm sure you were there, Adam, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was the game. Yeah, yeah. I knew it, it looked like Adam had fallen asleep then listening to me, but he's back awake again. How much are we looking forward to this game? I'm looking forward to it more than I was looking forward to Sunderland
1: just to get back to the DW. It's going to be uh, one of the best occasions in a in a long time to get back there, especially with, with everything that's happened and the fear that we we'd never be watching a Wigan Athletic game there again. Um, there's been a real buzz, season ticket sales, new owners come coming. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a. It's got all the um, ingredients for a very good occasion. Regardless of the scoreline, Paul. Looking forward
0: to uh, reacquainting yourself with some people you've not seen for a while.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there's been others that have since commented that you know you've got people that you say hello to that you talk to every week, and you know you you don't know who they are. You know, I saw somebody where that person in in that position had passed away over the the COVID time, and it, it is going to be a reacquainting yourself. I mean, like I said, an away game. It's it's not so bad, is it? Because you, you're not with your fans. You, you're with whoever you happen to get put next to. Yeah, I'm bringing my daughter for the first time on um, on Saturday. She enjoyed the Euros. So, so She decided she wants to come with me. So she's coming Saturday. Absolutely brilliant.
0: Um, I'm just looking forward to, to... I can't explain how excited I am, if I'm being honest. I went to the two friendlies at the DW, which were very good. Uh, occasions, I enjoyed them, I enjoyed the football as well but to go back in that stadium for a f- full league game and it's going to be bouncing and then we're going to say thank you to Talal as well because he's going to be there, we're going to see the messages about the people who's passed sadly passed away, I think that's going to be quite emotional as well yeah. and like you say Adam, regardless of performance and results, just to be back in that stadium watching a The latics compete
1: in a league game. Is uh, it's difficult to put into words? It's the whole day as well, and it's the whole routine of the walk, and you know, it's it's Mm. just more than it's. It's just every factor, every little factor that you you just kind of took for granted before, and I think it just means a bit more on Saturday, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's 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 even going further. By It's, it's waking up in the morning with that little tingling in your tummy, thinking. I'm Getting down to the stadium today, Atlantic are playing. You know, what's the score going to be? This is the beauty of football it doesn't matter who you're playing, oh, yeah. you, you have no idea how that game's yeah. going to turn out. And then going down, talking to people on the way down, and you know, what clothes do I we wear? Is it going to be raining? Do I need a coat on? You know, uh, have I got my lucky underpants on? You know, and all this sort of stuff. Have I had a pie for me dinner? I always have a pie.
2: are you taking any sausages? Do you remember that year when you used to take the sausages?
0: (laughs) I had a a nightmare with those sausages. I put them in my flask, and and when I I tried to, um, I took hot dog sausage for those of you who don't know, I had some hot dog sausages and I put them in a flask of boiling water instead of warming the sausages up and putting them in a flask with no water in. I put them in a flask full of boiling water. And when I tried to pull them out, Pulled them out onto my bun. They were like torpedoes coming out. Or one, it, it's a woman who sat in front of me on the back of back of her head. Two of them ended up on the floor. Yeah. I'm te- I'm a, I I might do. I'll probably take them later on in the season, to be honest with you. Two things before I forget. Gary, big shout out. Gary from ASDA. Gosh. I hope you're
1: listening. I hope it's been all right. That was a, that was a good topic change, that. Yeah, and secondly... Okay. Is there any reason that you think of Gary after speaking about sausages, Barry? No, no, no. <laughs> well, secondly,
0: chips, fish, and beans. What's all that about? Now, some people uh, had that for, for for lunch, didn't they, on Saturday? I think, personally, there's one of two ingredients missing there. It's either fish chips, beans, and curry sauce, or fish chips, beans, and gravy. That's what I'd say.
3: Do you have that on a plate or in a bowl? Sounds like pig slot that. Um, yeah, yeah be, be, beans and fish. No, that, it ruins the batter, doesn't it? But apart from that... What,
2: about, um, what about a smack barn pee wet?
3: Right, well, let,
0: let, let's move on. Uh, let's go for some predictions. Um, excited, like I say, about Saturday. Uh, full of anticipation. Full of passion as well to get down there. But how do we think the game's going to turn out? Paul, can you kick us off, please?
3: Yeah, obviously, they started the season with a win. So, I will go with one apiece. And I I will be looking to see how our midfield and defence is shaping up. Because I think we've just got to find the right mix of forwards. We've got plenty of decent forwards. We've just got to find the right mix. Adam Combray,
1: Yeah, um, Rotherham are a bit of an anomaly for me. I, I don't really... They're probably one of the teams I don't really know too much about compared to others in terms of signings, who the squad is. So it's difficult to kind of see how tough of a game it's going to be. It probably is going to be tough. They're a team that have just come down, I believe. Um, So that's never going to be easy. They're going to want to be bouncing straight back. They got a good win last weekend. Um, So yeah, I can see a tough game, but I really hope that, that, that bubbly atmosphere that probably pulled Sunderland through a bit on Saturday can help us this weekend and we can use that to our advantage and it would be absolutely fantastic to get a win on our first, first league game back. So I'll go with a 2-0 Wigan win. Well,
0: I'll, I'll have to go along with you though, because that was my thoughts. Um, although I've picked I've picked Rotherham to finish the season as champions and listening to our Rotherham fan earlier on uh, he's saying if if they don't go up Paul Wan's going to get shown the door. So there's a bit of pressure on there. Um, but they're one of those sides, aren't they, that uh, are too good for the league one, but n- not good enough for the championship. So, they're up yeah. and down all the time. Um, I think it'll be a tough game, but we've got a big crowd. Um, we're, we're going to be buzzing, and I, I do think it's going to be 2-0. Adam P, Adam Pendlebury.
2: Keep it very simple. I think uh, we're going to be well up for this game. It's going to be an absolute banger of a game, and I am going to go for a, a 3-0. Excellent stuff. We're all
0: quite positive. Paul's the most cautious amongst us, but we're very positive. Right, we're going to be back on Sunday. We'll be doing more Sundays from now till the end of the season. And uh, that podcast will be out around about five o'clock. We'll do a review of the Saturday game. And if we are a Tuesday, we'll have a look forward to that. So obviously this, this Sunday, we're going to be looking back on that fantastic occasion that's going to uh, take place on, on Saturday and we'll be looking forward to Wickham Wanderers coming down to the DW on Tuesday. So, two big games in the, in the space of four days there. So, uh, a lot to look forward to for us Latics fans, a lot to get excited about. And let's get behind the lads on Saturday. Up the ticks. Up the sausages. Up the ticks.